As we get to the end of the year 2023, we thought we would review what's been a crazy year and go over the most controversial sports moments that have encompassed our year 2023. I love it. David Cohn, former Michigan quarterback to my Present. left, Blaine Crane, former Western State Colorado wide receiver to my right. Gentlemen, there's been a, a ton of craziness this year. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Started early. Uh, it's kept on going. We want to highlight kind of the, the top moments. And I want to start with obviously the movie, the most triggering comedy we've seen in decades, was the number one streaming uh, in-home movie in America. Rotten Tomatoes, I love 90 percent score uh, from the audience. Actually, got a tomato from the critics. I couldn't believe that. That's Lady Ballers, Scott. You're going Lady Ballers, well, off and, and it's not just because it's it's mocking what should be mocked, men and women sports, mm -hmm. and actually being able to to talk about that one topic. There's multiple woke topics that are all throughout the movie that we haven't had a chance in society to laugh at that we all know is ridiculous. Going back to the, the yard signs with, with Matt Walsh before you get to meet him, that there's multiple instances where it's attacking this, this woke agenda that has been you know, sweeping the country. And it's the first time we've had a comedy like that. And, and I do feel like uh, looking at, at the backlash from the people we thought it would get backlash at, but the overwhelming positive support the of something that is so controversial with this trans religion ideology that's taken over, uh, you know, fringe aspects of the country and therefore has kind of blanketed all of us. Uh, that's number one for me, David. Well, uh, I love it. The low-hanging fruit early, pun intended, for, for sure. sure. I knew we made a good movie, but the response that this has received, it clearly showed that there was a demand in the marketplace with no supply. Yeah. Hollywood won't make this movie. I mean, Jeremy Boring and Ben Shapiro said it best. Like, what if the Daily Wire made a movie that only the Daily Wire can make? And the fact that they came to us and involved us in the project, it's absolutely unbelievable. One of the coolest things. And I'm just, I'm so happy to see that, uh, you know, audiences responding to the film as great as they have. Yeah, that, that was the most surprising part to me. Not that I didn't think people would like it, but, but it would be so positively accepted. But then again, Blaine, we've talked about all the time. To me, men and women's sports especially, it's a 99% issue. I don't know anybody personally that thinks that, that it's all even between men and women in sports. I don't know that person. They're out there, though. Uh, they are out there. We see them all the time. We see Riley Gaines and, and them you know, doing a great job of fighting for women's ability to, to have women's sports. Uh, but, you know, Blaine, we, when you look at the movie, it, it's got heart, too, right? That's something that we thought was really, really important. Uh, but again, we grew up in the era of dodgeball and wedding crashers and old school and those comedies where you used to be able to mock society. Now— they're just scared to death in Hollywood to do it. Yeah. So we decided. I mean, what's society if you can't even laugh at yourself? Very true. You know? And I think, uh, you know, I've said this a couple of times, the message is now, but the, the movie takes you back. Um, because when's the last time I, I don't want to watch Seth Rogen and, and Zach Efron sell pot? Yeah. And uh, that's what basically comedies are. They're scared to make fun of certain things. But at the end of the day, like if you're not looking for a message, you're not looking, it is a good, funny movie. Right. Yeah. Even if I wasn't, I try to look at it in the standpoint, if I'm not in this, that's why I was so weird the first time I went and saw it in the premiere, you overanalyze everything you do. If I wasn't in this movie, would I watch it? And I'll tell you right now, if you like funny, good comedies, we brought it back, and that's Lady Ballers. Yeah. Well, Senator Tommy Tupperville, or Coach, as he likes to be called, came on our show and said, in, in, in this situation, 95% of the country is being held hostage by 5%. Mm -hmm. And the fact that Lady Ballers has a 95% Rotten Tomatoes score, I think that's kind of indicative of the that's statistics right. there. That's but right. anyway, would you like me to transition? So, hey, you, and hey, not, not just, Again, not nobody just as transitions as well as you, David. Go How ahead. about Megan Rapino? I mean, is any more specificity needed than that? But, you know, particularly 
particularly her talking about that there is no God because she got hurt on the final play of her women's U.S. national career. I thought about it a little bit. I mean, you know, I'm not a religious person or anything. And if there wasn't God, like, this is proof that there isn't. <laughs> this is up. Um, so, yeah, it just, <laughs> it's just up because, like, six minutes in, I played sports for a long time. I never want anybody to get hurt. I don't want Megan Rapinoe to get hurt. I don't want LeBron James to get hurt. I wish they would just appreciate this country. But the fact that they have been giving the the the, the greatest thing this country has to offer is opportunity. They, and she's gone and represented this country on a national level and won just to turn around and spit in America's face like this and then gets hurt. There is something fitting though. There's something fitting to her ending her career like this and getting injured and then immediately turns around and said, this is proof that God doesn't exist. Yeah, and, and look, the, the America bashing and the America hating, uh, it's, it's awful. We, we see this not just by her, but the, the craziest part about this whole situation where she basically you know, said, you know, that there is no God because I guess I, I got hurt. I, even atheists wouldn't say that. Like, like I don't care what religion you are, mm -hmm. what you believe, if you believe in God, uh, that, that's your personal choice. But even if I was an atheist, I, I wouldn't sit here and say, oh, well, you know how I know that there is no God? Well, it's because I got hurt yeah. playing in a sports, playing uh, in, in a sport. Like to me, that just shows you. And, and we've talked about this before. There are some people that I don't agree with about you know, political stuff or maybe the way they go about doing their business. Uh, but we could probably sit down and have a drink together, and I'd be like, you know, that's a funny person. I can I can handle this person. I can somewhat get along with this person, right? We always say, you know, Eric Swalwell or somebody like that. Would he be the worst guy ever to have a drink with? I don't know, but there's a chance maybe bang, possibly bang? he could be cool. Well, <laughs> thank you. Is Megan Rapinoe going away no, now or no? Though? No, no, no. But like, I don't think there's a world in which I could sit down with oh, Megan yeah. Rapinoe and have a drink and and get along with this person. Well, I think Megan Rapinoe is a, just a, a classic example of just people around your life always agreeing with you and always saying yes yeah. to everything you do. She Her ideas never should be challenged. She thinks she should get paid as much as a man when he got beat 11-1 by a bunch of 15-year-old kids from Dallas. Um, but still thinks that. Even Serena Williams came out and said it's obviously a different matchup when it comes to women and men. But the thing about it, I had the same exact injury. I blew out my Achilles and actually brought me closer to God. So I think people make decisions, and I think Megan Rapinoe only cares about herself. I think we've seen that throughout the years now. Mm -hmm. Whatever different opinion, it doesn't matter. It's wrong. We do as I say. And she's just used to getting away with that in the little echo chamber that she lives in. Mm -hmm. You can say, oh, well, she's just messing around. I don't know. What, like with she's shown me who she is so many times. I believe her when she says stuff like this. But to think that that there is no God because something of this in re, in retrospect and in reality insignificance happened to mm -hmm. me. Just the mental gymnastics it takes to get to that point. Uh, I just I, I find baffling. Blaine, what what's a moment for you? Um, I'd go back to probably Ivan Provorov when he was at the Flyers. Um, That's your team now. Yeah, it is. Refusing to wear the pride jersey. Mm -hmm. um, the pride jersey because it's against his religion. Actually, in the words of DK Metcalf, standing on business. Um, that's what he did. He stand for what he's believing, and he got shunned for it. Although I thought the Flyers, especially the head coach, did a good job of coming out and say, this is who he is. This is what he believes in. You know, we'll stand by that. He now plays for the Blue Jackets, which you know how hockey works in the NHL. But I thought this was a big moment for people who were afraid and might still be afraid to come out and stand for what they believe in. Mm. Yeah, I, uh, I respect everybody, and I respect everybody's choices. My choice is to stay true to myself and my religion. That's all I'm going to say. I believe the NHL, did they do away with all Lo and behold, yes. a week after Get Off My Lawn on this topic, the segment, yeah. 
the NHL commissioner came out and said, maybe we should, you know, turn our attention away from, you know, pride. Which is, a, which is a smart move. We talk about it all the time. But look at the way that the NHL handled that situation and the way it turned out, as opposed to the Toronto Blue Jays pitcher, uh, how they handled his situation. Oh, yeah. When they basically, you know, demoted him is the best that way. That was another one, yeah. Because of, his, because of his stance. But it just shows you, to, I think the NHL is trying to figure out ways to not just, and there's things I don't agree with that, that the NHL does, but it shows you that I think the NHL is trying to, to give the fans the best product, not just playing to the most woke segments of our culture and bowing to the man and becoming a sellout. I, I just, I can see the NHL and say, all right, I see what y'all are trying. It makes sense to me. With, with Major League Baseball, you look at what happened in the All-Star game, getting taken out of Atlanta, and then the Braves obviously won the World Series and, and moved to a state in Colorado where you have to have ID to vote. It's like, it's, it it's, just shows you the insanity of, of you know, the different organizations. But Blaine, uh, to stay on the hockey talk, obviously we had a player lose his life in, in one of the most controversial, wow. really, and, and you look from a legal standpoint, you know, this isn't just something somebody said. It wasn't some celebrity that was overreacting. A player in an act that looked like to me, and we talked about this a lot on Crane & Company, was not a normal hockey move, but was not intended to obviously kill somebody, but lost his life by taking a, a skate to the neck, David. Adam and, Johnson. Uh, Adam Johnson. And it's a situation where, you know, uh, he was picked up, right? Uh, he. It looks like there are going to be ramifications but it opens up an interesting precedent. What can you prove, David? And, and that was the main part. This one was really tough to watch, man. And this is just such a sad situation. Obviously, you know, when you start talking about, um, you get into like legal conversations on mens rea and intent, obviously this there'll be some sort of litigation. But, you know, like I think you and I were talking, Blaine, even off the show one day about this. It's, it's hard to set a precedent of punishing someone for their behavior in the middle of a play, no matter yeah. how, no matter how reckless. Reckless is the correct word, and that's like a term that gets used in, with intent uh, in the legal system too. No matter how reckless your behavior is, now you know you take your skate off and it's outside of play, and you stab someone yeah. with it. That's different, right? So it'll be very interesting to see how this gets litigated based off the intent and his recklessness. And let's keep in mind this was over in the UK, so they have a different legal system than we have here in America. I think depending on how this goes, it could set a precedent for sports moving forward. And I think the NHL needs to do a lot better job of protecting players. Mm. Um, and I do think they need to realize that you are running around with knives on your feet. And not only that, you're running around on ice with knives on your feet. We see a lot of blades up. You see a lot of people get cut. So I think the NHL needs to do a lot better protecting main important things on your body, vital things on your body, like your neck. So situations like this does not happen. I don't think you'll be able to prove in a courtroom that this guy tried to murder this guy. I don't think I he don't. tried to murder him. I, I think, I mean, there's there's things we've gone over. The Miles Garrett situation when it was uh, the uh, Browns versus the Steelers. When he took that helmet off and tried to hit uh, Mason uh, Rudolph uh, at the quarterback position with that helmet, you can go back to certain things. I like even watched the Draymond Green thing today. Like, I mean, that, it's not a football basketball move. A lot of people think that's assault. Like assumption of the risk, right, is one of those terms. Like if when you get on a football field, you're assuming a whole so, lot of risk. Yeah. One of those things, though, is you not, not Miles Garrett swinging his helmet at you, right? Mm -hmm. That's outside the assumption of yes. the risk. Draymond Green swinging his fist at you. This one falls into that gray area. You saw people on both sides coming out after this yeah. clip. Yeah, I don't know if there's a way to protect against what that guy did. It was such an unnatural. They're talking about game. adding these net guards moving yeah, forward. They're, but they're, again, this was not the NHL. You know, this True. is like a subsidiary. So I don't yeah. know how. But, you know, it kind of reverberates throughout. For sure. 
and let's you know, see that, if that, that works. NHL and, and um, talking about the Pride initiatives, I do want to go back to the LA Dodgers yeah. this past summer in June. I, hey, congratulations on signing Shohei Otani for $700 million and getting him to defer six hundred. million. Yeah, yeah not million until they don't have to pay times. until 4000 Wolf of Wall Street yeah, situation. Absolutely insane, but, but you know, hosting the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, giving a community service award. I mean, yeah. I understand it's California. I know it's LA. But what are we doing here? The drag queens dressing up as nuns get the community service award? Yeah, it's, oh God. It is, it's, there's multiple things here. One is, as this video plays, I just, I don't understand. And listen, I'm somebody that dressed up as a female and played basketball, but it was for a totally different reason. <laughs> you were a beautiful one. I, yeah, nobody's, I mean, giving that me looks really nice. nobody's giving me a community service award for it. Uh, the fact that you would reward them with the community service award is baffling to me. But it goes back to Pride Night, in, in the ballpark, and in general. Mm. I don't want Pride Night. I don't want Hetero Night. I don't want Bi Night. I don't want, you know, uh, let's move to Utah and all 11 of us get married night. I don't care when I go to the game what is going on in your bedroom. In your bedroom. I don't care when I go to a Braves game or an Auburn game what your thoughts are on immigration. I don't care. That, that is, sports should be a haven. And listen, politics seeps through everything. I understand that. I'm not naive. But we need to try and protect the very few spaces where there is some breathing room outside of the political realm and is actually a unifier. Sports is one of those arenas. I don't want to go to the ballpark and see that. I want Bark at the Park Night. Okay, so you're you know? fine with the dog. I'm fine with yeah. Bark at the Park Night. See, yeah, but, like, so like even dog haters then are like, well, yeah, or dog people, haters? people who are, let's say, allergic to dogs or something like, well, I don't want dogs at the ballpark either. Look, I'm completely fine with the ballpark just being for playing ball. I think, even though part of me is uh, like, okay, if I go to a game though and I see the sisters of the poor being honored rather than the sisters of perpetual indulgence, even though I'm not Catholic, I don't have a big of a problem with that. And I think Spencer Clavin came on our show after this and said it well, which is, is, is don't retreat to neutrality, right? Like the sisters of the poor, even though you may not agree with them or may not be the same religion, is morally more upstandable than the sisters of perpetual Oh, with, without a doubt. Well, I mean, the sister, I mean, we got to be able to, to understand what we're talking about here. I, I I think there's a big difference in between Bark at the Park Night or or the sisters of the sport or a charity or like the Humane Society. That's why I became a Rangers That's fan tough. after all this. Remember, because that tough. was when it got pointed out to me that the Texas Rangers were the only team in Major League Baseball that didn't celebrate any sort of Pride Night. Look, I'm a Braves fan. A and then they win Braves the World fan. Series. Hashtag chop And they on. win the World Series. But the Rangers really won me over with that. Then they won the World Series. Yeah, they did. Oh, what a year for those guys. So there's one, obviously, we're going to talk about. Um, it's been everywhere. It's been bleeding through the NFL. It's been talked about on every game every Sunday, every Thursday, every Monday, and that is Travis Kelsey in relationship with Taylor Swift. <sighs> oh, boy. Um, is that controversial? I can't, is it a trick, though? I can't. Oh, is it fake? Run, Here's what I think. I can't run from it enough. Every game I watch, <laughs> every broadcaster, every commentator, for some reason, when I want to go watch college football, y'all have Taylor Swift on my football screen. Yeah. I don't care at all. Good for Travis. I think they're going to be the downfall of the Chiefs, to be honest. And look at them right now, not doing great. Um, but no, I think it's uh, some, I think it's real. I think it's real. I don't think they would have gone out this long for it not to be. Real. I, I I don't think it's real, and and I'm going to tell you why. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I try and and evaluate every situation 
equally and and ascertain what I think is really happening without putting myself in a you know category of well I'm just going to think of the most fringe thing that could have happened in this situation or that fringe things never happen in these situations. I feel like once you do that, you you lose your your ability to view things thoroughly. When when I I trust my instinct and my gut. I've seen movies, I've seen plays, been in a movie. I know when something is fake. I've watched the WWE. And yes, it's fake. I'm sorry. It's still real to me. Yeah, I know it's, I know when something is orchestrated. This just doesn't feel right. Because to me, if it was true, they would have tried, not saying they could have, to keep this a secret for as long as humanly possible because you knew this was going to happen. I think this is multi-pronged. I think this is going to be a huge, this is this relationship is going to be used to push to get people out to vote for the Democrats. Mm. That's what I think this is. And I don't think it's a, a coincidence that all this PR and all this media and all this stuff starts right before an election year. It involves Pfizer, which now their stock is tumbling, mm. if you haven't seen that. I think Taylor Swift is going to be the face of the get out to vote movement with for the Democrats in 2024. And I think they're going to use Travis Kelsey to try and tap in to a little bit of the vote that they don't have and get into that football realm because it's the only way. They tried to do with the Bud Light and Dylan Mulvaney stuff, and it obviously backfired, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to get to that. Mm. I think this is going to be the biggest get-out-to-vote push by the Democrats in 2024 using Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. That's that's what it feels like. That is an interesting theory. I'm just trying to see if— Kadarius Tony lines up on sides. That's, <laughs> that's a totally different. That's but, a problem. I don't think anybody. Can why don't solve. you go ahead and talk about Bud Light though? Because that may be the big. I mean, it's sports adjacent for sure. Well, that's I one mean, of the biggest stories of the year. But Bud Light and, and Dylan Mulvaney. Obviously, I'm, I'm sure most of y'all know the situation that happened. You know, you had the the sponsored Bud Light beer cans that had Dylan Mulvaney, and it led to probably the biggest, the most successful boycott. I think from the right in the history of, of what I can remember for a, a company as high profile as Anheuser-Busch, which obviously Bud Light is one of the many beers that they have. That They have a ton of them. That's, that, that's not the only one. But I think it sent a message of kind of where the United States is when it comes to traditional things that we are used to and trying to have an agenda forced on us. Not an agenda that organically just just grows throughout and becomes a part naturally of society the way the way society kind of evolves but forced upon us i think this was one of the biggest cultural moments obviously it's controversial but i think culturally this is one of the biggest moments because they tried to force this in an arena that absolutely just ate up and spit it right back out. Mm-hmm. I, I, I thought it was incredible to see. Were you a Bud Light drinker, Blaine, before? I was. I'm a Miller Light I was. Okay. I was. See, I, I wasn't drinking Bud Light before. It's, yeah. Like, if this were Maker's Mark, I'd be having a very different conversation. But, you know, and and obviously, like, I, I was wrong on this. And I'm shocked that the, this boycott lasted as long as it was. I thought this was a two-week thing and people would forget about it. I mean, people dug in. You were seeing concerts. They're still dug in. even touch the Bud Light stuff on the shelf. Now, things are a little bit different now because you do see Dana White with the UFC having a $100 million sponsorship with them. And for full disclosure, like, we're, we we're friends about with Dana White now, right? Like, I don't know if we're yeah. friends, but Dana knows who we are. We, with and him. we gamble with him. So, yeah. look, I wish Dana White didn't do a $100 million endorsement deal with him. I, I wish he told uh, Bud Light to kick rocks. But them, but he's a businessman. Him taking $100 million of Bud Light's money, I still think that's Bud Light selling out rather than the UFC selling out. 
uh, you know, an apology would have gone. For a second an apology and an acknowledgement of wrongdoing would have gone a lot farther to me than just saying, "Well, we didn't do anything wrong," but also we're going to tie ourselves to the most masculine sport. Yeah. See, until you do that, I can't. I can't get over. I it. agree. I'll tell you one of the other biggest stories um, was the PGA Tour and Live Golf this yeah. year. I mean, like we huh. really saw a legitimate hostile takeover, like a strong yeah. arm bear hug by a foreign nation, Saudi Arabia, of an American sport. I didn't think it would happen. I didn't think, you know, I don't know all the details as it relates to PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan and everything that happened. But man, what a crazy situation where Saudi Arabia can just say, we have so much money. You won't give us an equity stake in the PGA Tour, which is what we want. So we're just going to poach all of your players for an absurdly large sums of money, and they can come over here. And they, it's not really merit-based. They don't have to compete. They, you know, we're just going to pay them to basically not play on the PGA Tour until the PGA Tour capitulated and said, "Okay, well now let's form a merger." Uh, yeah, I haven't had one ounce of desire to watch the live tour at all no matter how many players they sign but have you watched the pga tour see if you were a lover of the pga tour i mean do you watch pga tour golf yeah more than live for sure absolutely what about you uh, do I watch PGA Tour? Do you watch? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, or do you uh, just the watch majors. the majors? Because uh, well, the majors I, again, are not PGA it depends, Tour. It, it depends on what, what's what's going on when that's on. That if there's something that's bigger in the sporting world, I'll watch it. I'm going to watch the majors. But but I think looking at it from the view of if you just love golf, if you love watching golf, how are you how are you splitting it up and how are you feeling about it? I mean, we're still, you know, John Rahm, you know, this uh, these past couple weeks, you know, going over to live, but with it is the best example I have seen in sports, I think, of money is the ultimate power. M- money talks. Saudi Arabia, which is what we'll live to, is let, let's, let's call it what it is, bought themselves into the PGA Tour. Yeah. Well, how did they do that? They basically built something similar to the PGA Tour, took PGA Tour players, and basically held them at gunpoint. And... Jay Monahan, the PGA, it didn't take them long to capitulate. They were France, buddy. Oh, no. You came through, through the Ardennes. Here right. you go. Here's the country. It's that, that's what it was. Yeah. I mean, God, I just can't watch any golf where people's knees are out. You just can't get over I that. I can't game. do it. It's just, See, I think short. they should all and Golf have, is a gentleman's game. Well, you, you know, I just can't believe this is coming from the same guy that says there should be fighting allowed in baseball, but yes. you can't wear shorts in golf. No. <laughs> that is just... No, it's not. That standard, is a completely right? different yeah, sport. Yeah. <laughs> completely different sport. What else you got over there? Um, what about the DeMar Hamlin situation? Yeah, obviously. Well, yeah. Is, I mean, look, the biggest controversy with that is the fantasy football league's just suspending the championship. Again, yeah, it got settled. Back to this. Huh? It got it went Actually, to it Ben Shapiro comes, adjudicated, adjudicated our fantasy yeah. football. Yeah. Uh, which I think, look, he, he kind of he wanted to decide with me. He, he did kept not. It neutral. He did not. Well, that's he why he decided I was the winner. He did not. Did you win after all? Yeah, that's Every why day it changes. He did not. I won. It hasn't changed. I won. I am Savina. And no. it is me. It if, if this is your first time ever listening to anything Cranic Company, I won the first Jake Jake oh, won the first In all seriousness, though, I mean, look, DeMar <laughs> Hamlin survived. There were a couple days there where we didn't know if he was going to make it, and he came back to football. Well, look, hey, what, here's the thing, though, David. What do you think? What do you think caused it? What, what do you think caused it? I, I, After all this, as we as we sit back, as we sit back, let's let's play this video clip real quick because uh, this caused a lot of controversy. Let's just play it, and then then I want to ask you that, David. How did doctors describe what happened to you? Um, um, 
That's something mm. I want to stay away from. Look, I don't know, man. I, I'm not a doctor. That's why we had Dr. Peter McCullough on to talk about this, right? What I do know is you football is a very violent sport. You get hit in the wrong situation, the wrong place at the wrong time. Anything can happen. I've seen baseball pitchers for years get hit with line drives yeah. that come back to them, hits them in the right spot with the heart and the rhythmia and all that, and they fall down. Dr. Peter McCullough to me made a really good point, which is, well, when that happens, Guys don't get back up. Yes. Demar Hamlin got back up briefly and then fell down again. I don't know anything about the vaccine and vaccinations and how this affected or whatever, but it just it does seem like more and more stuff is happening that is 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 weird, right? I I just again I follow what I see and what my instinct tells me. You bring up a great point. If your heart stops, you don't get back up. Mm -hmm. Right? If if that was a hit. That was caused by that hit. You brought up baseball. I've seen this in real life. In real life, I've seen somebody get hit with a baseball, right? Charging on a bunt, and the bat gets taken back, and it's a full swing. Hit, heart stops immediately, defibrillator out. Mm -hmm. You don't, there is no motion past it. Your heart has stopped. You especially don't get back up. There's no death rattle where you get back up, like in that situation. And then I see that interview where you're afraid. That was fear in DeMar Hamlin. I'm watching it. I don't know if you're listening right now in the car or whatever, but if, if you're watching this and you know what clip we're talking about, you look, I know what fear looks like. He was afraid to answer that question because there's no way he doesn't know what happened to him. So either somebody told you, don't bring this up. We don't need you to bring this up. Or... Or you're just legitimately scared to answer it in general because of what could happen. There's no way you don't know. I, I put the puzzle pieces together. I follow where the evidence lies, and I go with my gut. That's what. It's so what do you think it is? I think it had something to do with with something he put in his body, and and most likely it's the vaccine. That would be I, I think wild. the logical answer is it had something to do with the arrhythmia that that we have seen. I mean, you got people. There's a lot more young people that are that are that that are going down in in very interesting situations. And like I said, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but in this isolated, Man, wouldn't you just not. see it more happening in the NFL if that was the case? If it was the vaccine, mm-hmm. uh, it wouldn't just be Demar Hamlin, right? Well, I, again, it's not it's that's not something enough, that's, I mean. that's going to happen a ton. Look at the amount of times it's happened since the vaccine started, as opposed to when it didn't. The numbers are crazy. Mm. That just doesn't start, and and it's everywhere. It's not just one league in one country. Sports is something that's played all over the world, and it's not just the sporting world. I just, it seems fishy to me, man. Hopefully more information will come out. Do you think they would tell us, though? You think they'd tell us? Well, they know, but information comes out a lot. I mean, he's back to playing football now, so I mean, I don't even know why the information needs to come out. Yeah, I guess Yeah, which is the best thing. You know, I'm glad. I'm glad Demar Hamlin's. I'm glad he obviously didn't die. Yeah. Uh, But uh, another, kind of staying in the NFL, uh, Matt Ariza, the punter. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, if you hadn't hadn't heard about this, he was accused of sexual assault. It was was bad of what he was accused of. But now we got an update, even as late as this week, David. He's been acquitted of all charges. And well, that case got dismissed. Case got so. dismissed, and he's not suing for defamation. Defamation on the, on the Jane accuser. Doe. Yes, on yeah. the Jane Doe, whose name we don't know. Here's what I believe in this situation. I think all people do bad things. I don't care what you look like, what your gender is, whatever. 
I believe that if it gets proven, and I want to use the word proven, number one, if you sexually assault somebody or do something, you should go to jail. I mean, I, I have no remorse for people that do that. But I feel like if you accuse somebody and it is proven that you accuse them for nefarious purposes, whether that was to, to make yourself wealthy, to be able to sue them, whether that was to gain custody of a child, whether there was any nefarious reason that you accuse somebody of this and it is proven that you made it up to try and hurt that person, the accuser should have to spend the same amount of time in prison as the person who was accused if they were found guilty. Mm. And again, that's not saying that if the person gets found innocent of, of that, that the other person automatically goes to jail. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if, if going through, through the process of figuring out what, what's happening from the prosecution and the defense, if it is found out that this person made up this accusation for to hurt the other person in any way, damage reputation, whatever, that person should have to suffer the same consequence. That's what I believe. I think it'd stop a decent amount of it. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, if you don't have a deterrent for a certain behavior of accusations, then it's not- You got nothing to lose. Exactly, yeah. Um, I think it would only be right if we talk a little college football. I mean, obviously we're going to talk about this Florida State and Alabama college football playoff situation. But even before that, my alma mater, the Michigan Wolverines, I mean, Jim Harbaugh getting suspended six games in totality this year, but the final three by the Big Ten for violating what was NCAA rules, not even the Big Ten with this. And they didn't even have a notice from the NCAA. <laughs> the NCAA, I know, he, he they, they broke violations so egregiously, the NCAA never actually even sent a, a letter of wrongdoing to the University of Michigan. But just, you know, I'm put my bias aside and just to recap the details of this, the analyst, Connor Stallions, was, the NCAA alleged that he scouted opponents in advance to study their signals and the Big Ten teams caught on to this. They complained to the NCAA and then the NCAA called the Big Ten to enforce a punishment on sportsmanship, which made Jim Harbaugh miss the last three games of the season, two of those games against top 10 teams in Penn State and in the Buckeyes. They won all of those games. Now they're going to play in the college football playoff against Alabama, who had the other controversial situation with getting the final spot over Florida State. It's wild. Yeah, we've had a, we haven't been short of any controversy, uh, obviously with the new changes we've seen in co- college football with the transfer portal and the NIL too, that, that's opened up a different can of worms. But in this situation, obviously having special experience, having coached at the Division One level for, for over half a decade, um, I, I know that a lot, this goes on in a lot of places. Now, now it wasn't as intricate, just like anything in, in any area, whether it be business, whether it be sports, some people are better at certain things, even if they may be in the more... Uh, illegal, I guess you could say, realm. But I know everybody everybody illegally scouts everybody. You steal signals. That That's part of it. Did Michigan go too far if what's alleged is true of, of Connor Stallions? I guess maybe, but but this just reminds me of before NIL when everybody was paying everybody, even though it was illegal. You'd have one school saying, oh, well, at least we don't pay players. Yes, you do. You all do it. So, so to me, I, I thought the punishment was egregious, and there's no notice of violations from the NCAA. Blaine, the, the, the Michigan defense of, well, you know, everyone's breaking this rule, so we can break this rule. It's not going to hold water. But is the NCAA, is this over with? Because I'm hearing the NCAA may suspend Jim Harbaugh for all of next year if he comes back. Really? That's what I've I heard. I haven't heard that. I just think no that, I think this That's is just an out-to-get-coach Harbaugh type of thing. This I sounds really like a, you stole my I, I, I really think they just do not like, they do not like Jim Harbaugh. Mm. 
They do not. And the thing about it with me is like, what rule technically did y'all break? It's the advanced scout. You can't go watch an opponent play if you're. But but you that. break it or did they prove it? that it was him? No, was that's what I've been yeah, saying so, this whole time. Like what? Who, who violated the rules? Where's the evidence of it? And what's the punishment? What's the precedent and, for the and punishment? The amazing thing about it is, is uh, am I supposed to see some drop off? Like, am I supposed to see like? Yeah. Is it, crazy? You yeah, heard what all, You heard all about this, right? But then you go play Ohio State. Yeah. And you whip their ass, and the and the <laughs> days after. The weeks after, you hear nothing. Mm. You hear nothing because they can't get over the fact that the Michigan's a damn good football team. Mm. And it's crazy. They don't want to see it. The Big Ten commissioner, this would have never happened in the SEC. No. You got a rookie commissioner. You would have got hit with a lightsaber. (laughs) Kylo Ren would have showed up. Never happened. So I really think it's out to get Coach Harbaugh time. It it has to be because Coach Harbaugh's tried to embarrass NCAA with every chance he's gotten. He's came out as pro-life. and Pro-player compensation. Pro-player compensation. NCAA doesn't like that. They love when Michigan has a woman GA as a quarterback coach. Yeah. They love that, but they don't don't love when Jim Harbaugh comes out and says, you know, I'm I'm pro-life. They hate that. Well, how about now playing Alabama? Well, we're going to see. We're going to find out. We think? broke that down on Crane & Company. If you're just hearing yeah. this for the first time, go, go to Crane & Company. Company. We got an unbelievable breakdown of that whole game. Uh, but let's, let's stay in, in college football here uh, as we're going over the most controversial sports moments in 2023. Florida State getting left out of the college football playoff. We have a great breakdown uh, of this uh, all over Crane & Company that you can find. But to put a long story short, I feel like the committee did it because we're going to a 12-team playoff. We won't be arguing over an undefeated Power 5 conference champion anymore. And we all know, at the end of the day, the SEC is better for ratings. It's going to raise more money. Money. It's going to generate more excitement. Just like in every business in the world, money and power talks. We talked about Liv basically building the PGA Tour because they wanted to be part of it and then merging with the PGA Tour. Uh, Money is power. And and it got to the point where Florida State played a whole regular season as a Power 5 team that had a good non-conference schedule that went undefeated and won their Power 5 conference, went 13-0, and got left out. So they played a whole regular season that, in reality, didn't matter. The way this played out, one of three things was going to happen that was unprecedented. Either an undefeated Power 5 team was going to get left out in Florida State, two, an SEC team for the first time in this playoff this last decade was going to get left out, or three, Texas was going to get left out and they were going to ignore the head-to-head win that Texas had over Alabama earlier in the season. And we all said... All, those three things can't happen, but one had to happen. And yeah, I do hate it for Florida State, man, because it's, we're not talking about just some team that went undefeated. When I was growing up, Florida State was one of the biggest brands in college football. Yeah. It's my favorite team growing up. Well, and if the reverse happened, there's no way they're keeping Alabama. No. There's no, no way. And part of that's the trust factor because well, yeah, they delivered when they get there. And and listen, I mean, watching Bama and Michigan, as much as I hate that Florida State got left out, and I'll beat that drum as long as I can. I walk to the tallest mountain while I'm doing it. Walk up the tallest mountain while I'm doing it. Uh, I'm going to be happier than a fat kid in a Pop-Tart factory during the Bama Michigan It will be great. It'll be great. Hopefully. Hopefully a great game. I'll tell you an honorable mention, though, before we leave. The dead spin. This was a recent one. Oh, yeah. With Karen Phillips trying to defame this kid, saying, oh, this fan went to to the NFL in blackface. Roger Goodell needs to step in. Turns out it was a kid with red and black face paint on supporting the Kansas City Chiefs. This is how toxic our, our society has gotten. Like, you can't even dress up. As a kid, you can't even dress up as your team and go cheer for one of them. 
That's how far we've fallen. I used to dress up all the time to go to games. Auburn games, NFL games. Can you imagine, like, just seeing your, like, as a parent, just dressing your kid up and have to worry about this the next day? Where they take your profile picture they, they, and don't they show they the edit. whole thing. To yeah, like, they edit a side of it. man, who are you trying to fool? Well, my, my, my thing is, I, like, I don't care if the person was 45 years old. Mm-hmm. Like, you're dressing up to, you're not going to a Klan rally. Like, this isn't, like, what? And it's a kid? Somebody need like, and you know, I, I just, I really hope on, on top of hope that this, this person is just doing this for clicks. I, I really actually hope that because if this dude actually believes that this is racist, I'm afraid that you have a driver's license. Mm. Like, to be honest with you, I'm afraid that, that, that you, you could, you, you're just out walking around. Like, if you really honestly believe this child who dressed up as an Indian chief to go to a Chiefs game is somehow perpetuating race, that's worse to me. If you actually truly believe that. I don't believe that, right? Because you can tie your shoes, right? You know where your fridge is. Like, you're not... You're not out there just rubbing a balloon at an intersection staring at people. <laughs> he turned off the comments on X for the article, so that should tell you enough. Yeah, it's it, I'm just <laughs> it's, it's a click play. It's it's the ultimate clickbait. Uh, well, we hope you guys in, enjoyed it. Make sure you subscribe to Cranny Company. If you haven't checked out Lady Ballers, David, tell them where they can find Lady Ballers. At. Lady Ballers probably at DailyWirePlus.com. That's, that's Pro- a probably you should check it out. And deleted scenes now yes. on DailyWirePlus.com. I heard bloopers from- are coming. Okay, I can't pretty wait. Excited. Really? Yeah, yeah, pretty excited about that as well. So make sure, again, uh, if you're just hearing about us for the first time, go over to Crane & Company. We have our own YouTube channel as well. You can find us on Daily Wire Plus. It's a lot of fun. We have live calls and a live chat. We go live each weekday morning, 7.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern. But if you can't catch it live, you can always catch us all over the place. It stays on there forever. Uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, well, hopefully forever, at least until the meteor hits, unless we've sent that bad boy off into space. But we appreciate you guys. And like the chances of 2023 being a non-controversial sports year, we're going, going, gone. We'll get to more on this in just one second. First, Let's say you were a stormtrooper and you were enjoying a nice meal of roasted Ewok in the Death Star mess hall. Well, all of a sudden you hear the voice of Alec Guinness saying, use the force, Luke. The next thing you know, the entire place is going up in flames around you. And it's at this moment you really wished you had life insurance. Make life insurance part of your financial planning this year. Start shopping right now with Policy Genius. Find the right policy and protect your family. Policy Genius makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from top companies and find your lowest price. Luckily, Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top companies and their team of licensed experts. Well, they're on hand to help talk you through it. No added fees. Your personal information remains private. It's super satisfying to check life insurance off that to-do list. A good life insurance plan can give you peace of mind that if something happens to you, God forbid, your family will be able to cover mortgage payments, college costs, or other expenses. Life insurance through your workplace might not offer enough protection for your family's needs. It's not going to follow you if you leave your job. Head on over to policygenius.com right now. Save time and money. Give your family a financial safety net with Policy Genius. Head on over to policygenius.com slash Shapiro or click that link in the description. Get your free life insurance quotes. See how much you could save. That's policygenius.com slash Shapiro. We'll get to more on this in just one second. First, Pure Talk believes in American values and that free 
should mean, you know, like free. So when you switch to Pure Talk today, you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fee, just a free Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick charging battery, and top-tier data security. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network. It's the same coverage you know and love, but for half the price of the other guys. The average family saves almost $1,000 a year. So, I challenge you to choose a company that actually doesn't hate your guts and shares your values. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Go to puretalk.com slash Shapiro to claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash Shapiro to switch to my cell phone company. I've been using them for years. They're fantastic. You'll love them as well. Go to puretalk.com slash Shapiro and claim your eligibility on that free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Start saving. <laughs> 